Greetings and salutations, and welcome back to another episode of Something with Tim. I am Tim. This is something. And boy, howdy, is this something. I took a week off, folks. Who the hell do I think I am? Right? After I told you, folks, I wasn't going to be taking any episodes off until the live 100th episode blowout live broadcast party adventure. And uh, I went and, uh, and skipped a week. But uh, there's reasons for that, which I will get into uh, shortly. Checking in on you. How are you doing today, huh? You surviving this crazy world? You still quarantining? I believe most of the stay-at-home orders in all the states have been um, lifted. I'm pretty sure they've been lifted. I'm pretty sure we're out of the woods as far as that goes. But there's a whole bunch of other shit going on in this world, ridiculously enough, that I'm um, checking in on you, making sure you're doing okay. Hope you're uh, hope you're dealing with it okay. Hold on a second. got to take a sip here of my... Uh... Oh, God. <clears throat> my cup of Joseph. Um... I'll get right to it. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Had a, didn't have the best week uh, down here in Virginia. <clears throat> we uh, we lost a fine member of the family this uh, this past week. Uh, my father-in-law succumbed. Did he succumb? He succumbed. What is the uh, past tense for succumb? Is that just the word succumb? Succumb. I don't know. Um, but what I am trying to say is he uh, he passed away. I know I referenced him a few weeks back um, in one of my lists of senior of older people that could beat the shit out of us. He was number two, um, but uh, yeah, he passed away on um, Saturday morning in his sleep, surrounded by his loved ones. That's the way to go, folks. If there's one thing that went right this weekend, this past week, these past few days of my life, is um, my father-in-law George. He, uh, he was able to come home from the hospital and be around family. And we could all let him know how much he meant to us. We could all shower him with love and take care of him in his last moments. Um, you know, that uh, that's pretty huge. That Not many people get that opportunity to say goodbye to your loved one and kind of take the pain away for them. Maybe not make them less scared than they already are. Um, he didn't die alone. He didn't die you know, not surrounded by the people he loved. We were all there. His kids, his in-laws, his grandkids, they're all there for him. And uh, we got to each say our own little things to him. And uh, we got to send him to uh, over the old rainbow bridge there. And now he's up there with his dogs and my dogs and his old friends that left and my grandparents and all those people. They're all having a big old kegger in heaven. It's tough, man. It really is. It's a, it's, it's a weird time right now. I didn't know whether I could do this podcast today. Didn't know if I could get on here and talk and even be interesting. But uh, George loved this podcast. I'm not sure how many he listened to, but he thought it was great that I found an outlet or a hobby or something that I love to do. Because um, he used to love going to the theater. He was a big theater guy. He'd actually play like he would he would act in roles. Uh, he was a damn good actor, man. Definitely, he would not gonna. He would really take on his roles, and uh, he was a character actor. He loved playing those kinds of parts, the small parts that really hit home. Uh, he loved jumping on those, and uh, he loved that I took this on. Yeah, this is something I like to do, and he talked about it a lot with me. 
how much, like I said, not sure how many he listened to. I don't think he listened to any. That's okay, though. He did enjoy the concept of it, and he enjoyed when I talked about it with him. So uh, this 50th episode is, uh, is, is definitely dedicated to my, uh, to my father-in-law, my second dad, George G. Lynch, the man, the myth, the machine. I actually called him that. He, uh, he had a nickname that the whole family kind of adopted for him. They called him the machine. I called him that because the man was always in fantastic shape. He was always either going to the gym or coming from the gym. Uh, he ran half marathons. He ran 5Ks, 8Ks. He finished the uh, Shamrock Marathon here in, uh, in Virginia Beach back in 2011 or 2012. And um, shortly thereafter... It's actually funny. That's how they found out he had cancer. Uh, shortly after he ran the, um, the the marathon, he had some pain in his hip, and he went to a doctor, some specialists, and they found out that he had cancer in uh, in his hip, uh, in in, uh, in the bone of his hip and in his lung. And uh, that was the start of it all, seven and a half years ago. And ever since then, he's been fighting, man, chemo and all the other bullshit that comes along with it. He got to uh, witness the birth of his. Uh, his fourth grandchild in that time frame. Lorelai came along back in 2015. Really gave him a, another purpose in life to be a grandfather again. This time he was living, for the first time, living near a newborn grandchild. So he was really heavily involved in, in the early years of Lorelai. And that's a great thing. I love that, that we have that. That's actually the first time when I actually felt like I was close to him. He was always kind of an outsider, always very quiet. Wallflower at most parties. Um, and I never really, I never really felt close to him or never felt like he liked me, <laughs> uh, up until I had my, up until I had my first kid, up until Lorelai came around and then we had a reason to bond and, uh, that's a damn good reason. So thank you, Lorelai. Um, and then just this past year, he's, he had some medical mishaps. He had a blood clot in his shoulder. He had a gist in his stomach, which is a gastrointestinal something tumor. The S doesn't stand for something in the word gist, but it's the word something, it starts with an S. Just worked out that way. And he had that in December, he had some surgery, and he never really recovered from uh, recovered from that surgery. And they black, kept on blasting him with chemo, and he had some more problems, and I don't know. Finally came to a head, middle of May, end of May. Uh, and he expired on the, uh, on the 13th. June the 13th, 4 a.m. in his sleep. And now we're just left with the memories, folks, which are good, which are good things. I have great memories of him. I have He gave me all his records from his old record collection. That's the greatest gift any man can give another man, besides the hand of one of his daughters. He gave me his records. And, uh, you know, I got, like I said, I got, I got time to talk to him at the hospital. I got time to talk to him before he passed. Uh, and, um... It uh, it was good. It, it was good for everybody. It's terrible, but it's good. If that makes any sense. But um, rest in peace, George. You uh, you left quite a legacy here on Earth, and uh, your your legacy will be um, will be cared for and taken care of. I can assure you that. Your son-in-law's got your back. And as he said to me, he was blessed with great son-in-laws. Myself, Dan Rios, the King, Mike. Um. That's all I got. I can't go much further. I'll get too upset. I've already spent enough time on it, but um, it was good. It was good that uh, that we all got the time that we had with him. 
And uh, rest in peace to uh, to a great man, great great father, great American, former Marine. Rest in peace. Um, and we shall see you soon. Anyway, let me move it. Move, let, me, let me move it along because uh, I don't want. I, I don't want to do this all day. I just wanted to get that out there and, and honor the man. Great man. Great Beatles fan and a Met fan. Gotta, 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 gotta keep the us Mets fans gotta stick together. <laughs> oh, what else is going on in the world? Oh, the world is burning still. Still, there's so many protests going on. You know what? I'm for them. I love it. I think there should be more protests, peaceful protests. But those days, you know, when we had those riots that night, those weren't protesters. Um, they were not peaceful protests or not. I'm talking about the protests that go on each day, marching the streets, um, fighting for what you stand for. That's uh, that's what uh, that's what I'm talking about. I still can't get over. I still can't get over the George Floyd thing. I still can't get over. Um, why there are protests? The reason for it being, uh, you know, is is what is what those cops did to that to George Floyd in Minneapolis. You know, fucking nine minutes, well, eight minutes and forty six seconds is how long that guy had his knee on his on his throat. You know, I, mean, I don't understand, and I'll never understand the point of that. I mean, the thing they brought him there was because he was trying to use a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. You need four cops, and he was handcuffed. And he was on his stomach, hand behind his back, handcuffed. And you still gotta fucking kneel on his throat. You still gotta hold him down. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. And I'll never understand that. I mean, I've asked police officers that I know. You know what the hell was that? You know, it's just an asshole cop. And I believe they're all asshole. I think there are asshole cops out there. Like any job has your your bad apple. You know. But what you got to do is you got to get rid of the bad apples. Every cop knows that there are asshole cops. There are bad cops. It's 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 their responsibility to um to vet them out because they're giving you a bad name. You know, get them the fuck out of there. I've worked with pretty shitty employees in my in my time. Pretty shitty. I worked alongside pretty shitty managers. Pretty shitty general managers. And you know what happens? You get them out. You get them gone. So you gotta get the you gotta get the bad cops gone. You don't defund the police. You don't get rid of the police because you still need the police. I know for damn sure if I'm in trouble, I'm calling nine one one and I'm and I, and and I'm getting the cops over here because there are good cops. There's also bad cops. Vet the bad cops out. The ones that are leaning on people's necks for eight minutes and forty six seconds. Get them out and keep on protesting. Because your voice is being heard. I see it. You know? The city government see it. You got all these statues coming down now. These Confederate statues are all being torn down. Your voice is being heard. Keep it up. I'm all for it. I would go protest. I'm always working, though. <laughs> I never have the day off when it's time for a protest. Nope. Gotta go clock in. Even on the weekends. Because I work most weekends. But um, I would go to a protest. I'd, I'd make a sign. I love making signs. I love going to wrestling events and making signs. I'm, I'm a good sign maker. I'm very pithy. I keep it pithy on my signs. Love that word, pithy. 
Oh well, let me get uh, let me get to the list here. Oh, before that, I even start that. Um, as I mentioned earlier, this is the fiftieth episode of the Something with Tim podcast. I'm halfway to a hundred, and you all know what happens at a hundred. I won't go into it right now because I'm focusing on my episode right here. But excuse me. Um, yeah, I'm supposed to have a big uh, supposed to have a big thing this week. I was going to catch up on past guests of the show. The Queen was going to be on the show talking to me about uh, whatever comes to our mind. She was going to talk about her experiences on the show. I was going to have my dad back, Elena, Dwight, Strickland. They're all going to come back on and see how their lives have changed since uh, appearing on the show, Graham. But due to recent events, I couldn't get that all together. I apologize for that. But I will make sure that your voices are heard at some point. In the next 50 episodes, maybe you'll have a function in the uh, 100th episode, live episode blowout celebration. I don't know, but uh, I was going to have you all, uh, most of them on for your listening pleasure, but like I said, events of last week prevented that, but it's not going to prevent me from saying my piece right now. Let me tell you something, folks. 50 weeks ago, maybe more than that, started in May of last year, so a little bit over 55, 56 weeks, uh, I started this great program. Something with Tim podcast show, and it has grown. I've listened to early episodes recently, and it does not sound the way it sounds now, which is a good thing. Which means there has been progression. You know? I'm growing with the pod. And it's it's because of you guys. It's because of each one of you that have listened, that have reached out, that have commented, that have friended me, that have followed me, that have... Uh, sought me out on Facebook Messenger that have told me that I'm doing a good job. This is for you. Uh, thank you. Thank you for taking me into your home, your car, on your treadmill. Um, I don't know, walking your dog, smoking a joint, whatever you do when you listen to this show. Thank you. Thank you for making it a part of your routine. Thank you for listening to it. Thank you uh, for um, being a part of it, for the folks that have been a part of it. We do have folks coming on soon. More folks coming on soon. Uh, supposed to get the Dan, the great Dan Rios, Sergeant Dan Rios, on here um, sometime in July. I'm not sure that's changed, but um, I don't think so. I know he's due here down in July, and we'll get that we'll get that set up. A long form interview with my man, my mentor, Dwight Easter's coming up. Maggie Davis will be making her appearance again, and um, maybe a couple of a few surprises coming up in the summer months. In the summertime of 2020. What's the summer of 2020 going to bring? The uh, the ending, uh, the winter and uh, fall, I'm sorry, the, uh, the winter and spring of 2020 have been real fucking enlightening. What is the summer going to bring? What are the holidays going to bring? God, I didn't want to think about the holidays. There hasn't been much joy this year. Will we, will, will we be able to get our joy up around the holiday time? But anyway, thank you for letting me get to 50 episodes. Here's to another 50 more as I raise my cup of Joseph and tap it with my head. Uh, I just gave myself cheers. Um, so here's to another 50 at the uh, Something with Tim Podcast Studios. Mm. Ah, I should have put Bailey's in it. Bailey's is a great flavor in your coffee. Speaking of great flavors, well, I really nailed that transition. Speaking of great flavors. Let's move on to the list. The list today is my top three flavors. I'm talking about flavor or anything. I joke about this because 
if any of you folks have been to a movie theater or a Wawa or anyone that has these Coke freestyle machines, basically you can get any any Coke beverage. You got your Fanta, you got your regular Coca-Cola, uh, Sprite, what else is on there? Mellow Yellow, <laughs> Vitamin Water, all kinds of um, Coke-related beverages, Barks. Anyway, you can put any flavor you want and make a you can make a cherry sprite, you can make a lime coke, you can make any kind of flavor you want uh, into a soda or a beverage. So therefore, I figured, you know what? Let me do the top three flavors that I enjoy the most. Coming in at number three, this is a wild card, folks. This flavor you don't really—it's not your go-to, but once it's injected and infused into the beverage, you're like, wow, you know what? Yeah, this is pretty tasty, and I'm talking about lime. You put lime in any kind of beverage, and I'm telling you, folks, you are making the beverage better. It's sneaky good. Try it next time you go to, uh, if you go buy a bottle of, um, you go to a candy store, a candy store, a bodega, or a Wawa, or a 7-Eleven, or any of those things that sell beverages in a cooler, look for a lime-flavored beverage. Whether it be Sprite or um, maybe even lime-flavored Fanta. Uh, just try it. And I guarantee you'll be like, holy shit, this is good. Try it now in the summer, in the summer months. It's very refreshing. Lime-flavored anything. Um, it's, it's my go-to. It's my go-to when I'm looking to live in the wild side. I feel like having a lime-flavored Coca-Cola today. Put it in your cup. You take a swig. You're like, holy shit. You know what? This is really good. I recommend it, folks. Lime flavored anything. I remember back when I was boozing, which I have not done since September 6th of last year or September 4th. Whatever. It's the first week of September, the last time I've had an alcoholic beverage. With that being said, I used to enjoy ginger ale and lime infused gin from Seagram's. Seagram's lime infused gin. Holy shnikes. Put that in a nice rocks glass with some ginger ale. That is a that is a that is a summer beverage. Enjoy that on the deck of a beach house. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a lime gin gin. They're gonna be the coolest guy at the party. <laughs> so lime coming in, number three, my top favorite flavors. Coming in number two. My top favorite flavors uh, is the one, the only, the incomparable. Chocolate. Chocolate, to me, that's my, that is my go-to. I definitely, even the last few days, while I've been in mourning here, I definitely will reach for a chocolate. Is there a Snickers around? You got a Reese's Fast Break Bar? Anything chocolate gets me through the tough times. I'll fucking plow through a bag of chocolate chips. Chocolate, or not really called that, they're called chocolate morsels, but they're... Chocolate chips that go in chocolate cookies. I'll pop open the ones and eat them like raisins. Chocolate's the best. Chocolate cures all. It did for me anyway the last few days. Having some chocolate. Chocolate. Um, but I recommend that. That's definitely my favorite uh, snack flavor. Ice cream flavor. Is I, I will go, if I need something to munch on. If I get the munchies. You know what I'm talking about here when I say that. If I get the munchies. I'm reaching for something chocolatey. I'm not going salty. I'm, I've never been a big fan of salty. 
But um, if I if I if I get a hankering for something, I gotta go chocolate. So therefore, it's my second favorite flavor. Chocolate, uh, but I'm not a big fan of chocolate cake. That's too much chocolate. That's chocolate overload. But a chocolate bar, you know, chocolate flavored, chocolate covered something, chocolate covered strawberries, chocolate covered nuts. That's a thing. I don't know. I think it might be. But chocolate, definitely one of my flavors, my second favorite flavor. And going on to number one, my number one favorite flavor. It's the, it's the old reliable. It's what I've always liked. Orange. Anything orange flavored. I've always loved oranges. 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 Uh, I enjoy, I used to enjoy the orange juice until I saw how much sugar was in it. Yikes. And I found that's not good for me. So I stay away from orange juice. But I love the fruit oranges. I love tangerines. I love um, clementines. Love that fruit. My favorite fruit. My favorite fruit. My favorite fruit is the orange. So why wouldn't my favorite flavor be orange? I love orange soda. Orange Fanta is my shit. Love orange Fanta. Orange Crush. Orange anything. I even actually tried it. It's on the uh, Coke Freestyle. You can make orange Sprite. You can make orange Coca-Cola. Uh, Coca-Cola. Um, and uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Shock Top is a, uh, a beer. That is sold, well, it's sold at all the places where you can buy your beer from. But it's also sold at Bush Gardens, and it's got an orange flavor to it. And let me tell you something, folks. I can crush it. I love it. Love Shock Top. If I was a boozer, I'd be drinking Shock Top a lot. Don't drink. I will say that the Bud Light Orange, which is a beer flavor, it tastes like shit. It tastes like you're, it just, it is a faint taste of orange peel um other than that it tastes like piss and i and i and i don't normally drink beer but as it as you've seen on my list orange being my favorite flavor um i definitely i tried this one i was like hey you know what i love oranges maybe i will love this beer no definitely did not appreciate the uh the bud light orange definitely didn't uh didn't tickle my fancy so there are your flavors, folks. Coming in number three, lime. Try it. Love it. I'm telling you, man, try lime something, and you will not be angry with me. Coming in number two, chocolate. And old Timmy Monahan's favorite flavor, orange. Orange. And that's my list. That's the list for the 50th episode of the podcast. When people ask you, hey, what was the list on the 50th episode? You're like, it was Tim's favorite flavors. And they will say you're right. You're a really good listener. I don't know. I, I'd love to go back. I'm not sure what my first list was. I should have I should have looked that up. Should have researched that. What was the first list on, list on the Something with Tim podcast show? What is it called? What is my show called? It's Something with Tim. But then I put it on the showgram. I call it a podcast. You know, whatever. Uh, sports, slowly but surely, making its comeback. We think, we hope. Golf came back this week. I watched. I really did it. Really, you know... Very smart of some of these sports coming back first and early because um, it'll get you to watch them. I've watched at pretty much every UFC event I can watch uh, that's, that is available for me to watch. I will watch and enjoy it. And it's been enjoyable. Golf, I enjoyed it. You know, these sports that came back first or coming back first, 
they're going to reap the benefits of folks like myself hungry for competition. Hello, I'm talking to you, baseball. Which, oh, by the way, you want to lose your fans? You want to lose your fans? Keep on doing what you're doing. And you know me, I'm a diehard. And even I'm, 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 even I'm getting tired of this shit. Mets, the Mets. Baseball had the opportunity to be the first sport back to fix this country, start the healing process or whatever the fuck was going on here with your COVID and your protests and your riots. You know, put our minds back to sports. Baseball had its chance, but they're being greedy. Both of them, owners and players. So yeah, cancel the season. And while you're at it, you can cancel my subscription to the MLB baseball package. You know, because I need, I need to be healed too. And you're going to sit around and worry about your fucking dollar and your dollars and your cents? I mean, I understand people want, want to get paid, but this is ridiculous. Well, baseball, you're on notice. Miss the season? Lose some fans. Yours truly included. And I mean that. I watch golf. I enjoyed it. You know? NBA has a start date. I'm going to enjoy that. Because they made it a point to come back. They made it a point to, hey, the fans need us. We got to get back. What can we do to get back? They came up with the plan. They work in the plan. Baseball hasn't even got a fucking plan yet. They can't work anything. Ridiculous. Basketball coming back in July. Hockey more than likely coming back in July. Premier League comes back this Friday. Old Tottenham. The Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. We start on Friday, 3.15, against Man U. Now watch it. So baseball, get your act together. If you want to lose fans, especially someone as huge as I am, crying out loud. All right, that was the 50th episode, folks. Definitely not one of my best, but sure as shit, not one of my worst. I know that because I know some of my worst, and this was not one of them. Absolutely not. But, uh, you know, hug your loved ones. Tell your parents you love them. Call somebody you haven't spoken to in a long time. And take care of yourself. Take care of your family. And enjoy, enjoy all the moments. And don't sweat the small stuff. That's another thing. Do not sweat the small stuff. Life is too short. All right, folks, until episode 51, I love y'all. Bye-bye.